0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Folks, we're going on grid. This is
1: Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I got a little news for you it's the news update on make it rain
2: good morning Joe good morning Dane I'm Alex Fasano with your make it rain news update you guys you were just talking about it uh, Fox's newest analyst Rob Gronkowski I personally can't wait for his first analytic uh explanation oh bro he said that pick it was an awesome block and then he made it to the end zone oh no, I can't wait for it I'm really excited Could I, I mean like listen <laughs> Luke Walton
3: has carved out a role okay mm-hmm. uh not, excuse me not Luke Walton Bill Walton, Bill Walton. um <laughs> You know what I mean? So there's 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 plenty of room for Gronk <laughs> in this world. All right. Have you seen the way like Pedro Martinez and Big Poppy talk to each other on the set on like MLB Network? Come on,
1: it's great. Oh, I can't wait for it. I'm really excited. I, I can't wait till he turns to Joe Buck and he's like, Joe, pull my finger. <laughs> yeah, that it might happen. <laughs> Come see me on my cruise, you know, on my you know singles it's cruise next week. <laughs> you, know? you know it's coming, dude. That'll be great.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe Buck and Gronko for some beers after the game. Yeah, yeah. exciting.
1: You hear Buck going, "God, what is that?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll add a little flair.
3: studio <laughs> as part of an, annou- an announce team. Uh, is he going to be in studio or an announce? He's, announced he's team? in
2: Fox Studios and as as an analyst. So as I don't an think analyst. he'll be. He won't be part of the broadcast no. team. So it'll probably be like halftime report, post game, pre game. In, in the studio, it'll be like
3: him and Strahan and Terry yeah. Bradshaw. Oh my that, god, that's
2: that's, uh, that's I know
1: that's that's even worse. Send him Josh out on Brad
3: like is, was, yeah, to have a conversation. It'll be his therapy. The size difference
2: oh. when he's standing next to oh. them. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> but uh, but moving on, guys. We got some October baseball to talk about. The Rays pushing a game five after taking down the Astros four to one. Houston's Justin Verlander not a good start. Three and two innings, three point two innings pitched, allowing four earned runs, getting five strikeouts, but also allowing three walks. Tommy Pham and William Dames also both homered in. The win, Game 5, will be Thursday in Houston. I know you Yankee fans are really excited. You want to see the Rays in the championship series and not.
3: almost like, be careful what you wish for, though. They got a ton of arms. What I'm say... happy about is that whoever we see uh, will not be as organized and lined up as
2: the sure. Yankees. Sure. Yeah, Bavona in the pitch just said he does not want to see the Rays uh, in the championship series. So we'll see what happens uh, as they push to a Game 5 in the National League uh, with Division Series. Guys, tonight at 5.02, the Cardinals visit the Braves Uh, Cardinals are minus 112 on the money line. The over-under is 8. And then right after at 837, the Nationals visiting the Dodgers. Both Game 5s will be the deciding factors. Nationals are plus 142 on the money line. The over-under is 7. So we will see who ends up in the championship series after today. Moving on to the NBA, guys. More drama in this China debacle. The Lakers had an NBA Cares event in Shanghai. And just hours before the event started, it was canceled by the Chinese government, adding to the drama surrounding the Rockets, General Manager Daryl Morey tweeting in support of the anti-government protesters in Hong Kong. The only statement the NBA said about the event was that they were uh, they were calling off the, the event. It was a benefit for the Special Olympics, but it was not their decision. It was all on the Chinese government. On Tuesday, also, the Nets had an event that was also canceled by the Chinese government. And, of course, uh, Commissioner Adam Silver uh, apologized. He uh, spoke in Japan on Tuesday saying, quote, he was apologetic over the outcome and the reaction that followed Ma- Maury's tweet. But he also noted that we are not apologizing for Daryl expressing his freedom of expression. This does not look good for uh, the expansion plan in China. I think tensions are getting a little too high. Uh, but Treason! Uh, yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> Are we gonna get like another inez Cantor kind of thing, so it's like uh, I don't know, you know the government hating a player all that all that jazz. I know that the league was trying to um expand in to india too that's the that's the next venture that's true, so yeah. uh this t- probably doesn't look too good on uh on the face of the NBA, if you ask me, it's not, not looking too
1: good. Make sure Daryl Morey doesn't tweet out a picture of him eating a steak next to a cow, and oh they'll God. be fine in India. Oh, boy. While petting a dog. That's yeah. <laughs> true, right? Or a cow or a <laughs> or yeah. any of those. Know your items. audience, Morey. Oh uh, know your audience, will you? Damn.
2: Yeah, speaking of more drama, guys, Richard Sherman is now backtracking after video footage proves they yeah, obviously
3: shook hands
2: that Baker did, in fact, shake hands with the players during the coin toss. So now Richard backtrack. <laughs> Here's his quote. So what happened was he was upset the fact that he didn't shake the hands during the pregame ceremony. But then the video show during the coin toss, Baker shaked everybody's hand. But Richard was talking about after the coin toss. Usually there's a second handshake or a second, ah, you know, I like, see. oh, good, good game. Let's let's get on with this kind of thing. But. He didn't Baker Apparently just ran back.
3: Like like you're supposed to bow to someone before a duel in the old West and stuff like that. It's ridiculous. Come on.
2: Crazy. Richard Sherman said, quote, that's it. He said they're making way too much of a big story of a blowout. He pissed us off. We put a foot in his ass. End of story. And he kind of yeah, did. I mean, thirty-one to three. Baker. I held, like that. Held to hundred eighty yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in my opinion, they they are making a big deal out of this. It's just a handshake, and he did. Who's they? Fact,
3: though? Fasano, Who's they? Oh, that's making a big deal out of it.
2: Currently, CBS and all the analysts well, who are writing stories about okay, this. Okay, so.
3: that's not. That's not Sherman or even Baker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Making a big deal out of it. Baker, that's the uh, media, big news.
1: everybody loves a good car crash and uh they know exactly he's polarizing enough that when they make it about him people will talk
2: can't it's like it's like a train wreck you just can't look away
1: yeah you You can't yeah absolutely can't
2: and uh guys another fun fact the nhl there will be the first ever rage room added to a major professional sporting arena the Wells fargo center in philadelphia the flyers are letting their fans bash microwaves and old tvs Mm. and anything they can get their hands on to help them get through the tough games that's
1: kind 30 of 30 years well, too I late. I to right, should have been, it. <laughs> been doing that years ago.
2: Sending it back to the guys.
1: Let it rain. Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour two, make it rain on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe and Eric. He is Dane Martinez. And uh, we have gotten to this point here in October. A couple of things going on here. We got uh, week seven of the college football season. Halfway point uh, begins tonight. We got a it's little sunbelt action uh, taking place, which is going to be a lot of fun. Also, week six of the NFL season tomorrow night where the Giants and the Patriots are getting ready to do battle. And then, of course, not one, not two, but three three game fives in Major League Baseball postseason play as the National League today, trying to figure out who those final two teams are that might be well, playing for a chance to go to the World Series and win themselves a world championship. While the American League, the Yankees are like any day now, guys, you let me let me know when you're ready. Uh, we're ready. We're here. But Yeah, no, there was a giant uh, wrench thrown in the plans of the Houston Astros and their fans yesterday as Verlander on short rest got ripped by the Tampa Bay uh, Rays, the lineup, the bullpen, uh, all six pitchers they rolled out there just dominated the bats of the Astros. So now we got a game five tomorrow. Today, we got two game fives beginning at 5 o'clock. And, uh, Dane, as we look at some of these numbers here, once again, plenty of value with the uh, with the underdog. And maybe, I don't know, could the favorite in St. Louis be the play here? While everybody, it appears, including the betting public, they seem to love Fulton Evich and the Atlanta Braves at home here. It's interesting.
3: I mean, I don't know about that, Joe. What I'm staring at at FanDuel right now, is Atlanta's minus 102, St. Louis mm-hmm. is minus 112 at home. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. in Atlanta. So it looks like Atlanta's a home dog to me. That's right. uh, um, And so, you know, that is very interesting. And that has to be because the reputation has been that Jack Flaherty has been one of the best pitchers in baseball over the second half. But don't look now. Fulton Nevich has been almost as good. This is a guy who's had great stuff for a long time, figured something out in a minor league
1: stint earlier in the season. We got ourselves another trendy dog here. We'll look at the numbers. We'll do that coming up here. Let's make it rain on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24 hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.
1: Full-time fantasy. In a league that I share with my friend... We were up three going into last night's game. And I said, it's a loss. There's no way. My opponent had Baker Mayfield. So I didn't bother. Did he score three? Did he score three? Negative two in that oh. format. Oh. So we won. I can't believe it. Like, it's, I've never, like, you know, we've been on the lucky side and unlucky side. Like, that one, I, I just could not believe. I was stunned. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. All right, here we go on a Wednesday, October the 9th. Uh, Welcome in here to The Grid, SportsGrid.com. name of the show, make it rain. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez, and uh, we'll look to do that as a couple of early lines in the NFL. We're taking a look at some uh, early plays, if you will, uh, that are out there. Some things that uh, I think maybe Dane... uh, sooner rather than later on a couple of these lines as we start heading through the week. Uh, but yeah. I do have uh, a couple of other headlines that you guys should know about. Number one, Dane, our yes. New York Jets oh, have boy. announced Sam Darnold is cleared. He is ready to return to the field. And our buddy Manish Mehta from the New York Daily News, has posted that he is cleared and the Jets will win this game. Mark it down. He is back. He just held yesterday, by the way, a, uh, a players-only meeting, I guess he uh, he called it in there. No coaches, nobody, no nothing. Just he called the players-only meeting with the team. And uh, Manish is saying and guaranteeing it, he's laying it down, going he is back and he promises the Jets will ball out and take down the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this game is home. Is this not in MedLife?
3: This is a Jets home game, and they are a home 7.5-point dog on FanDuel.
1: 7.5-point dog. So, I'll ask you, man, Sam Darnold back, which is great. How much of a different football team are we going to see, do you think, this week and Win or lose? What kind of difference do you think we're going to see in the New York Jets this Sunday against the Cowboys?
3: I think we see a big difference, Joe. I think we see a big difference. Yeah, I do. I think any team. There's a big difference when you go from their number three quarterback back to the starter, Joe. Like, tell me how Pittsburgh looks with Hodges, all right, this Sunday instead of Ben Roethlisberger, okay? I I really believe that people forgot this wasn't even a backup. Trevor Simeon was Mm. the backup. This was the third-string quarterback. I do think it's a big difference, especially because you said win or lose. Now, I'm not necessarily saying they win the game. But I do think it is a huge difference. And let's not forget, Joe, on the defensive side of the ball, and Williams back. We might get C.J. Mosley back. Let's not forget that tight end Chris Herndon is off suspension, okay? Guys like Jamison Crowder, who caught 14 passes in week one, will come out of mothballs. You have to – and 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 the thing is, honestly, Joe, the difference is if you are a defense – You have to play differently, okay? For the last few weeks, you've been able to put literally all 46 active members of the team in the box against Le'Veon Bell. You actually, you can't do that anymore. Okay, you have to at least respect Sam Darnold's ability to make the read, throw the ball downfield. He is a professional quarterback. You have to understand that and you have to play defense differently. I think the Jets will look like a representative offense. They may not win the game because Dallas is a quality team coming in that needs a win after, you know, getting banged up over the last couple of weeks after their hot start. But yes, I do think the Jets would look very different. And to be quite honest, in my survivor pools, I look at the big lines. I am staying away from the home team that has their starting quarterback back. I'll take them plus seven and a half. I don't think they're going to necessarily win outright. But I agree with Manish; they will look much improved.
1: Oh, there's a difference between looking improved and winning. He's guaranteed yeah, to win. Yeah, but you said win I, or lose. How will they look? I ain't going to say yeah, will yeah, they no, win. No. He's he's not saying they'll look better. He's saying they'll flat out win. And I don't well, uh I yeah, I listen, Manish you ask I me, not win or lose. Oh no, but yeah, how will no, no. Uh, I love Manish, but yeah, dude, you yeah, I don't know if you were high at the time or maybe a brownie uh got involved or something in the lunch bag, but yeah, no. The they will look different, but I will go back to this once again. At some point in this game, yeah, we're all going to look at each other and go, Adam Gase, really? Like, really? Oh, yeah. And I've seen it a million times before, and as good as they should be, whether or not Adam Gase can get them to live up to the potential, I, um, I'm i a doubter, unfortunately, and it kills me and pains me, but I got a lot more confidence if Mosley is back with what Greg Williams can do with the defense cool. against them, as opposed to... Adam Gase now, like, where's the off? I I don't know. Time will tell. I'm not willing to guarantee any sort of win for the New York Jets, but the hook is available, to your point, and it really doesn't make a difference what the team is. It only matters what the number is, and really it's not like he's got to beat Bill Belichick. He's got to beat Jason Garrett. So maybe, just maybe, Adam Gase found a coach. He might be able to out-coach for at least a Sunday afternoon. Uh, yeah. We also got word that Cam Newton is not playing. What a shock that is. Uh, he has been ruled out uh, late yesterday. The announcement was made that Kyle Allen uh, will go ahead and uh, start his uh, fourth game. He's already 3-0, man. He's 3-0, completing 67% of his passes, 674 yards, five touchdowns, and maybe this is the most impressive part. Zero interceptions from Kyle Allen as the Carolina Panthers are on their way to take on the Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay Bucks in London, and they've got their quarterback now for the fourth straight week. only it's not Cam Newton; it's Kyle Allen. And I think a couple of things at play. Why? Why number one rush Cam Newton back with a with a foot injury like a Liz Frank injury when you're winning games and this guy's not turning the ball over? So and he's actually getting better and better every week. I, I don't know why you would do that, but at the same time. There is going to be there's going to come a point here, especially, I think, when they eventually lose. I don't think they lose this game. But over the next couple of weeks, yeah, I don't know what you do with Cam Newton at this point. I I don't know how you bring him back unless they just rattle off three. Like, I don't I don't see it happening. The team looks better than it did with the first two games of Cam Newton. What the hell do you do with Cam Newton if you're the Carolina Panthers and you're still winning?
3: You do the same thing Jacksonville does when their starting quarterback is back healthy. You put the QB one back into their starting position. Um, I I, I believe that's what will happen. Yes, Allen did a nice job. But remember, we say this all the time. Backups are supposed to hold the fort for like a month, four games. And yeah, Mm. Allen's look good. You know what that does for the Panthers? It makes them realize that they have someone waiting in the wings. But no, when Cam Newton is healthy, they'll go back to Cam Newton. He's not making the trip even because it's the London game. I don't think he's even making the team flight. And then every team that has the London game They got to buy after that, okay? So after that, week eight, they got the 49ers. I think we'll see Cam back as a starter then. The same way when Nick Foles is healthy. I don't care what Gardner Minshew's doing. And if there's mustaches in the crowd, they're going to make the switch back to the QB1. Um, What it does is let the Panthers and the rest of the NFL know that they have an asset in their QB2. Um, And in this NBA world, maybe there are some trades.
1: So you uh you're gonna I go back to Cam. Yes. You go back to Cam and at yes. the same time, it's interesting you bring up Jacksonville, you are going to suggest that as soon as and I think he's ready in a couple of weeks, is he not? Uh isn't I mean that I'll was their the anticipation. Stuff, I think it was eight weeks or somewhere along was, those lines. Like so that, yep. end of the month, he a couple of more games, he is going to be back and ready to uh ready to rock and roll. And you think uh Gardner Minshew Hasn't proven enough that maybe you stick with him, given the 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 confidence that the team has with him, and of course the let's face it, the timing that he's got with guys like DJ Chalk and 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 uh, and Westbrook now, D.D. Westbrook, who has uh, also seemed to come around. You're, you'd pull a plug, you'd you'd go back with uh, with Fall. I know you're giving him the money. Money aside, you think he's the better quarterback, Nick Falls, right now? Here's
3: what I will say. I will say the latest report I see from Jeremy Fowler suggests that the Foles and the Jags are targeting a week 11 return, Joe. So that's still a ways away, to be quite honest. okay. Okay. So Minshew, yeah, and my same theory holds, Joe. Like we say it, hold the fort for a month. We still haven't finished that month yet, okay? And week 11 is five weeks away. Uh, You know, I love Minshew mania and all this stuff. There's plenty of time for Gardner Minshew to still turn into a pumpkin, Joe.
1: If and it's interesting, too, because this game against uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Cam Newton started this game. They just played here, guys, week two, and they lost. Uh, Cam Newton was uh, basically playing the game on one leg. Now they don't have to worry about that. They've got a healthy quarterback who, if nothing else, Kyle Allen does one thing very, very well. He gets the ball to Christian McCaffrey and he understands how to get <laughs> it to his weapons. Uh, but he doesn't. To me, it's all about turnovers with young quarterbacks. If you give me a guy that understands how to protect the damn ball uh, and get it to the guys that make plays, I and that's something that drives people crazy about Baker Mayfield. He hasn't figured that out, that you don't need to be the hero, man. All you need to do is get to the ball into the hands of people who can do good things, uh, and Kyle Allen has done that. Uh, yeah, I don't know how... Carolina does not win this game, especially since the Buccaneers are the single worst statistically defense against the pass. So they're good against the run, but Christian McCaffrey doesn't just run the ball, does he? That's right. Greg Olson, DJ Moore,
3: Christian Samuel, all of them live. I'd start them all this week. I'm with you,
1: brother. Stack them all like every damn one of them. They can't stop anybody.
0: Get on the grid!
1: Oh, so who would like to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? And if you do, well, then you should be using the most accurate projections in fantasy football. That's right, fantasy pros. They have just independently rated Daily Roto the number one most accurate projection system to start the 2019 fantasy football season. You should let the most accurate projections in DFS take you to the next level. You can save 10% right now. Promo code ACTION. You can become Daily Roto's eighth daily fantasy millionaire. Just head over to DailyRoto.com forward slash premium to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com forward slash premium. Promo code is ACTION. That is a 10% discount. For the most accurate DFS projection system you can get. And keep in mind, DailyRoto.com, it is where millionaires are made. And welcome in here to Make It Rain on The Grid, SportsGrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez. As we uh, look ahead to a couple of these uh, games here in the NFL, Dane, and I think one of them... Is uh is something is a place that you should run to and bet right now because Ooh. I don't know how much longer these lines are going to be here. Tell me. But if you guys did not see it tomorrow night, the New England Patriots and the uh and the New York Giants are getting ready to do battle. And the interesting part about this, Dane, of course, is that a and I did not uh, I did not realize this, but it appears the Giants are an historic underdog tomorrow night. In fact, really? the Giants are the largest underdog that they have ever been in team history. Really? Yes, yeah, team history. You'd have to go all the way back to 1995 to find the last time they were at least a 15-point underdog. Wow. That was against the Cowboys. They lost 21-20 to 20 in that huh. game. And it, a couple times in the early 90s, a couple times in the uh, early 80s, that was it. This is That's historic from the standpoint 80s. of they do not, like they do not usually ever, and they have not in a long, long time, been this big a underdog. And the other problem is they have zero weapons available for this game for Danny Dimes because it looks like Ingram out. Barkley not ready, but not coming back at this point. Shepard's in the uh, it looks like he's in the concussion protocol again. When you start looking at the the targets and the offense of the of the Giants, it it kind of paints a grim picture here where who in the hell is he going to throw the ball to? Gallman, I don't know, he hasn't been cleared yet. So oh, sure. the running game's hurting. Yeah, I mean, yes, you have Golden Tate, but against the number one defense in, in New England on a Thursday night in Fox. None of this is lining up to be great information or great news for the Giants. The totals hanging around. I don't know what you got it now. Was it 42 and a half for a little while? I would suggest if it still hangs around that number, probably certainly worth a, uh, a look-see there to the under because it would not surprise me if that one gets down to you know, 41, 40 and a half, that kind of situation.
3: Yeah, I'm staring at 42 on FanDuel oh, right better. now. Yeah. I'm also staring at one of my pending active wagers and I have the under at 43 cuz I got it yesterday. There you go. All right, yep. the same exact idea. And we've talked about this before with the Patriots, right? That their defense is so great that the unders hit a lot. You know, this idea of, you know, this game could be 30 to 7, just like last week against Washington, 33 to 7, you know. And 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 here's the other thing, Joe, that we don't talk about as a part of this when the patriots are up you know 28 to 3 in the third quarter or early in the fourth quarter it warps the natural decision making process of teams mm-hmm. they it becomes quote unquote four down territory late in the third quarter you know what i mean and i think that also warps the idea of how drives go the the idea of the field goal is out the window you know if it's 14 3 you get and, and and a drive stalls on the 38 yard line you kick the field goal if it's mm-hmm. 30 to 3 and a drive stalls on the 38 yard line and it's 4th and 6 you're still going for it and i think that you know kind of playing with the natural strategy of how you play also helps the under with this patriots defense i'm all over the under i got it yesterday at 43 joe
1: a ton of uh, a ton of support for the spread too for New England 16 and a half people not having any any problem taking the 16 and a half points and it's understandable I I know the books yesterday uh, talked to a couple of them and they are there's a lot of liability on this with the spread they don't they can't keep raising it at that particular point but it's not like you know it was at 15 and a half then 16 then 16 and a half it's probably going to keep going up but the reality is nobody is taking the giants although Tom Brady is one in five against the spread in his last six games against the Giants. How do you like that? (laughs) But the Giants, the Patriots rather are eight and one against the spread in their past nine games when favored by at least two touchdowns. That's also a two and one mark thus far this year. Congratulations with the scheduling Patriots. I don't know how you managed to get the, the Jets, the Dolphins, now the Giants. There's going to be Washington, I mean, get the I'm sure. Jets and Dolphins twice. I mean, it's like, <laughs> oh my word. Uh, but I would not, I mean, if you are thinking about uh backing the Patriots from the spread, I, I would not be uh absolutely trying to talk you out of taking the Patriots, laying the 16, 16 and a half. This has got 28-3. You know what I mean? It it's got yeah. that whole situation written all over Church it. One, six. So, <laughs> How many points the question do you use, how many points do you think the Giants come away with in this game knowing right, they're, they're just riddled what's their team total
3: that's what I'm gonna try and find right now 10? if I can find one if it's up but I I hear you Joe but here's the thing for me the other linchpin of this and I keep on making this point is the idea of uh, a sloppy product on Thursday night you know mm. so what happens on a random kickoff return that sort of thing so I I agree with you. If I had to bet it, I would lay the 16 and a half. But to me, the total is far more attractive, Joe. So that will be my play on this game, this under, instead of messing with the sides. I can't yeah, find a team total just yet, though, Joe. Yeah,
1: I don't know that they're going to have one out yet. Like, I, I, what could it be, 10? Like, so it's, well, listen, I don't last
3: know. Last week for Washington, it was still 13 and a half. Okay? So I think it's going to be comparable. I think it'll be, con- be Let's put it this the- way. I'll tell you right now. I'd be willing to bet that the number is either 10 and a half or that's 13 right. and a half
1: or 13 and a half. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know which one it'll be though. Uh, the boy, that's going to be an interesting thing to look at too. That's another play. You guys got to consider. I mean, it's yeah. the injuries are just too much. This is the first time in Foxborough for Danny dimes. It's a decimated offense. It really I is. do think it, it's been 42. It was 42 yesterday. It's down to 42 at FanDuel there. I'm already seeing 41 and a half in some places. Yeah. Uh, jump on it, guys. I, I mean, get to it before it gets too low. Uh, games. Also, it's supposed to be terrible weather there. 70% chance of rain there tomorrow night. Uh, Foxborough wind 20 miles an hour. this It's going to be a whole lot of running. But the yeah, problem so is the Giants. Snow, fire them up. Uh, it's good, exactly. I mean, you don't usually like to start Thursday night, guys, do you? I mean, you're not a big proponent offensively for fantasy on Thursday night, but maybe tomorrow's a an exception with New England. Yeah, this game flow is too tasty, in my opinion, to pass up. Okay, mm-hmm. so for me, Sony Michelle,
3: uh, I used to last year call him the stereotype Joe. He's not Panasonic, not Mitsubishi, Sony, Michelle. Um, yeah. I think we're gonna see New England want to get in, get out, get that W, and you know get out of Dodge, especially right. when you talk about the weather issues as well. So this is gonna be—I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sony Michelle. I'd like to see the prop bet on Sony Michelle touches, and I know it's tough with New England because mm. they have such a committee, right? James White, Burkhead, you know the rookie kid. You know I understand that, but Rex and Sony and uh, James White are more the passing kinds of back. This profiles to be a Sony Michelle game. I'd be interested tomorrow. We should look at the prop bets for attempts and yards for Sony Michelle.
1: Patriots, uh, the number one defense in yards per game, giving up only 238 and also points per game. They're only giving up 6.8 in the league. Yeah. I don't know how they score points here. And we know Belichick and company, they have anything above... One point is just showing off, and he yeah. doesn't really give a crap about that. So do much against the Minnesota defense, which was a step up in class for them. And
3: now, short week on the road against uh, another good, even better defense. I don't
1: know. Yep. Take the under, guys. Get, hop on it before you can. We'll talk about some of our baseball plays tonight for the Game Fives. We'll do that as well coming up next here. Let's make it rain. We've got ourselves a couple of Game 5 situations here tonight. Going to be an awful lot of fun as, uh, no, nothing better than do or die. Game 5, advance or go home. And that's what we've got. 5 o'clock today, you're going to be looking at Cardinals taking on the Braves. Braves at home. Interesting dynamic going on here, Dane, as once again, I am seeing more than 60% of the bets are backing the home dog in this case that being the Atlanta Braves they continue to get the uh the bets however the money continues to go to the uh continues to go to the cards so much like we watched on Monday night football where we had that whole trendy underdog where the public loved Cleveland but the money Love the 49ers, and usually when you get that big discrepancy, the big money bets with the fewer tickets being written tells us that. Well, the sharps are backing Flaherty. The public is backing the home, uh, the home team here in Atlanta should be better. They're home, yada yada yada. I get it, but we have another situation in this first game where the public is backing the dog, and here come the contrarian betters going, yeah, okay, give me give me St. Louis in this spot all day long, they're taking the, uh, and it's hard to believe, but they're taking the actual favorite. That's where the same thing with the 49ers are exactly what's happening here with the Cardinals. They are a small favorite, but they are a favorite on the road in a game five nonetheless, Dane. Yeah, and to be quite honest, if I can get, the
3: the best pitcher in major league baseball Mm -hmm. in the second half at a decent number. I'm all about that. What I will say though, Joe is I'm not, I'm not doing it the game. I'm doing it this total. You tell me back in the home team, back in the the, the, the pitcher, Flaherty. I'm going to back both starting pitchers, and I'm mm-hmm. going to back that pressure will build on batters today. We may get a solo home run or two early on against Faulty and against um, Flaherty, but I don't see a big crooked number coming up early on but from both teams. So give me under four and a half for the first five as my bet in this game.
1: Also, keep in mind that uh, the home plate umpire in this game, Tom Hallian, his since 2005 home teams, eh, yeah, it really? has not been profitable to back the home teams when this guy is umping games behind home plate. Then when you take a look at the night game there at 837, you're going to have the Nationals-Dodgers. It's interesting here. We know the Dodgers are the home team, the favorite. And early on, Dane, when this line broke out, you're talking Bueller-Strasburg, man, oh man, a bunch of money came in, pushed this from, they were right around minus 145, and it, it pushed it all the way up about 10, 11 cents. I I saw minus 160 at some point. Uh yep. I also watched the Nats went up early too, opened up at minus, uh, at plus 135. They got jacked up to plus 145 as well. So a lot of support. For Bueller. Uh we told you about the big uh the big um bets there coming in across the sports books around the country. $50,000 here, 25 here, $315,000 for the Dodgers to advance. I mean, there's a lot of Dodger love in the marketplace right now. And where do they currently sit at FanDuel?
3: Listen, the Dodgers, that money's coming in on FanDuel also, then Joe. Because mm. the Dodgers are now minus 165. Wow. Um and the Nats are plus one forty-five. Now, yep. for me, and I, I have to do the disclaimer, I am holding a National Series ticket already. Okay. Okay. So I already have them winning Game Five. You know what I mean? So exactly. I'm already on yep. that, in essence. Um, and I'm on it at a better number. I'm on at like plus one ninety because I got that's what I got for the series. So to be honest, I'm gonna look for ways to combo off of that and. You know, I don't know that I want the Nationals at minus. I mean, the Dodgers at minus 166 as a hedge or something. I may, in fact, look to in-game betting for this one, Joe. Okay, we're gonna know. I think pretty quickly if Strasburg and Bueller have their stuff or not. And if they do, I I won't be scared to bet an under. I won't be scared to bet like no on like will there be a run in the next inning? Those sorts of things. I think I'm gonna be more in-game live because technically I'm already holding Washington plus 190.
1: Five to win this game. The Nats do have some contrarian value here, guys, from the standpoint that when you have a dog coming off a win like the Nats just did, right? They're a dog in this situation. They just won the last game. Dogs in the past in this spot here, the following game, eh, end up winning, guys, uh, a lot since 2005. So they've been a profitable bet. So a little contrarian, you got a lot of love on both sides coming to the Dodgers here, and here the Nats are, like you said, they're sitting there, and they've got – they don't have – they don't got their third reliever in there. They've got Strasburg yeah. on the mound, who has been the go-to guy this year, and it's uh, it's their best against the Dodgers' best. Uh, at some point, this game is going to get, I think – This is going to get pushed to minus 170. It's going to be so overvalued for the Dodgers that you guys might not have a choice. But to go, just too much value to pass up on the Nats. uh, Just way too much value there, especially with Strasburg on the mound coming off a win. uh, You know, how much longer are you guys going to wait? If you're going to go contrarian, this is the spot to do it in here tonight in this game.
3: Yeah, absolutely, because as we've said, you know, the idea of Stroudsburg versus Bueller. we know L.A. is a public team. We know L.A. has won, what, 106 games this year, whatever Mm -hmm. it was. But, I mean, there's just too much value. You talk about this. We bet numbers. We bet edges, right? Right. And to get a guy like Steven Stroudsburg, to get the Nationals, who, as we've seen over the last four games, have gone 2-2 with the damn Dodgers people, all right, Mm -hmm. like to get them at that kind of number, if it gets to plus, you know, plus... Sixty cents plus seventy cents. I've got it at one ninety-five, and I'm happy. Yeah, I, I, I would go that way. Despite you know, you put a gun to my head. Sure, the Dodgers and Bueller are alive to win this game, but the value right. is too good to pass up. If you're a, and if you are a disciplined and true sports investor,
1: the juice is uh, is pushing, guys. Obviously, the number is seven. It's been hanging around there, but it's been, uh, it's been juiced. And I will tell you this: the umpire. Gentleman's yeah. name is Alfonso Marquez, and he oh. is affectionately known in circles in the betting world as Mr. Overump. Really? And I'm going to give you three guesses as to why you think his nickname is that. Well, it it's actually fairly easy to see. The Unders have won less than 47% of the time when he is behind home plate, so... You got yourself a little juice. That means probably going to have a tighter strike zone here, Dane. Walks are more of a possibility. Uh, could be that some things end out up over the middle of the plate because he just won't call anything else. But uh, at seven, that's a low number because you and I both know if you're the Dodgers tonight, all right, and Bueller can't go, let's say, five innings, who, who are you bringing in? Like, who is your you, go-to guy now? you Kershaw? Is it, is it Kershaw? Kershaw? You're going to go to Kershaw. Yeah. So it, I'm not going to uh, think who, twice about it. I'm going to Kershaw. Who are you bringing in if Straussburg can't go? Corbin. You're going to bring Corbin, who just got he just got lit up a little bit too in the uh, in his last game here. His game three relief outing was a disaster. Um, I don't care.
3: I'm going like I, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I to what got you don't there. have to care this, at this game point, five. Right? I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to get cute. Joe, I'm not going to get All cute. Right. You saw the Rays bring in uh, Snell to face, like, one batter yesterday. I mean, this is, like, the, I'm not getting cute. I'm bringing the best arm I still have available. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't have Scherzer, right? Because he went. He just went, right? Who yeah. started game four for Washington? Was it Scherzer?
1: Yeah, yes, it was Scherzer.
3: Yeah. So, everybody, I, I I will bring the next best pitcher I have. I can't go to Scherzer. The answer is Corbin. I spent over $100 million on him. I know my bullpen has been risky. No, the answer is Corbin. And for L.A., the answer is Kershaw. I'm just, that's what I'm doing, at least. If I'm going to go down, I'm going down with my best.
1: I, yeah, but he's not your best. That's the problem, because he came in on two days rest. He threw 107 pitches in that uh, in that game, and then he came in two days later, and he threw another 35 pitches, and he got lit up. So, in yeah, theory, it's great, but the reality is you're asking him to come back on another two days rest after throwing 140 pitches that here over the last twins, four days? Though, this is not to make a start. <laughs> Yeah, but again, he doesn't. He already got lit up on two days' rest. You're going to bring him back again on two days' rest? If I don't think he gives them the best chance of right, winning this. I think you, you got to go Sanchez. I think you've got to go to complete opposite of of what Strausberg is to try and mix it up a la, uh, a la to Tampa Bay Rays. He only threw 87 pitches, right? I mean, he only threw 87 in game three. You know, I'm not bringing in Doolittle. I'm not. I'm. I'm trying as long as humanly possible to stay away from having to bring those guys in. But I think Scherzer's out. So, so, you know, they are very. They're going to need. I think the key number you need seven. You've got to get seven out of Strasburg and hope that you have the lead heading into that uh, right. into that seventh inning.
3: And let's put it this way. I think. I think that's a good point, Joe. Right? Because like I'm saying, I'm going with my best. To be quite honest, Strausberg 60 pitches in, is still my best. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Even if he's yep. given up three runs over five, right? He's still probably my best. You know what I mean? So maybe, to your point, Joe, maybe the right answer is Strausberg's throwing 111 pitches let and I'll let the chips fall where they may. Yep. Well, I'll yep. look up after Strausberg's at 110, 115, and I'll see where I am. But the answer, yep. you know, because what? They lose, you got four months to rest up, bro. You exactly. know what I mean? So, yep. And I just want to advance, right? Beating the heavily favored Dodgers to get to the NLCS. Yep. Maybe the answer, Joe, is Strasburg's out there for 110 regardless.
1: Kershaw is on normal rest, guys. He only threw 99 pitches in Game Two, so the Dodgers have much more flexibility. They could run out Bueller if they can't, you know, if they can't get Kershaw's coming in, and I don't think Dave Roberts will even, I don't think he'll blink <laughs> at the idea of bringing Kershaw in at uh, at home like, in this that is like spot. Bueller so... for five, and Kershaw for four. End. Period. That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I it would not surprise me at End all if sentence. that's what we're looking at. End of sentence. If Bueller's That's really, really hot, he comes out to start the sixth. But then as soon as
3: there's a man in scoring position or whatever, yes. we go to the Cy Young Award winner. Hell
1: yeah. I'm not Are even kidding? sure you Hell see Canley yeah. Jensen. I'm not sure you nah. see. And I don't think you see. Even in the ninth, I, I think you just let him go out there and do his thing. You know, even in a close game. I, I don't see how it's. is his throw day
3: anyway for Kershaw? I think it's his throw yeah, day no, anyway. Yeah, he's on normal rest. So, yeah. This oh, yeah, is there it. you go.
1: You gotta let him go, man. That's exactly if Bueller. Bueller gets into trouble.
3: Yep, that's it. for I, at least the first four, the first time through the line or whatever. And right. then, depending on the game, right? If they're yep. clo- if it's a close game, if it's seven nothing, whatever, and then no, Kershaw is the next man out. Period. Yes.
0: I and agree. they can get it, nine.
3: They may only have to go
1: eight. I mean, you know, but yeah, this well, is that's true. Yeah right. You, you may not have to push it at all, but I do think this if this is, is a one-one-two-one one, one type of situation going in late, you you're not bringing in the bullpens here, guys, at all. I think it's it's Straussburg, do or die, at least to the seventh inning, and then maybe yeah. mix and match. But at that point, you know, and and same thing with Dave Roberts. Why, if he had, if he's off tonight, let's say Bueller, right? And you don't worry about it. You're bringing in Kershaw anyway. Yeah. If you would have started Kershaw today, I don't think anybody would have even raised an eyebrow. He's on normal rest. You can do whatever the hell you need to him. You know, I think the, I think the nationals and I think the Astros are in a tougher spot from a pitching standpoint. If their guy does not go, long enough, and they've got to go ahead and go to the bullpen or someplace else. Like, the Astros, who are you going to bring in? Wade Miley got lit up like right. a Christmas tree. Like, who else yeah. are you – you can't bring in Verlander, and you're going right. to – you know, I, would you bring in? You know, would you bring in well, I, I He got the lit same
3: up, thing too. saying with Stroudsburg, it's Garrett right. Cole. You're throwing 120 today. Exactly. You're a kid. Yep. Go ahead. Make exactly. yes. it happen. Strike out yep. 24. I don't care. Yep. Okay. Yep, I Here's I agree. the one thing I'll say, though, Joe – and we saw this I'm reminded of like the Arizona Diamondbacks. I still have the scars from being a Yankees fan and seeing Randy Johnson mm-hmm. and Kirk Schilling yes. by themselves win a World Series, right? I got a crazy question for you. It's 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 2-1 Washington going into the 8th. Mhm. Does Max Scherzer get up?
1: No, he can't. I don't think he has God. anything left he, he said.
3: What do you mean can't?
1: He, he said what? he said he's got nothing left. So he he's the I don't know that they'd ever risk it bringing him in. Adrenaline still is. still got function. to pay the guy a hundred million dollars. I, you know, it's because it, his words, not mine. His words was that he he emptied the tank. He's got nothing left. So, it's I think they have another option. I do think they have another op. I think Annabelle Sanchez offers them something unique for an inning or two. All right. But outside of that, first half under. First half on I guess doolittle comes in i am taking whatever the over number is at that point live in game there enjoy the games guys we'll talk to you tomorrow recap of them all
0: are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast sports grid will provide you with real-time content statistics and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, The Fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Did you miss me? Here's
1: what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't want you.
3: We talk about the idea that playoff baseball is different. Game five, you know, how sphincters are going to get tighter. I know what we've also done is try to take the bullpen out of it. Mm. So, Talk to me, Joe, but I'm comfortable right now. First five in this St. Louis-Atlanta game, I see the first five total at four on the nose. I think I'm comfortable with an under in this one because I like. I also saw in game two, in a playoff context, you know, Flaherty and Fulty brought it in game two. So tell me why I should not bet the first five under today in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, I can't. I can't tell you that it's not a good bet because the truth is between these two teams, the biggest issues with them, they, they struggle at the plate. And as good as Flaherty was, right, in that second half, his last 16 starts, Dane, his last sixteen starts, yeah. he has been absolutely I mean, has there been anybody Some better? DRA, but yet, right? yeah. The guy's ridiculous what he's done. But the problem is. I'm sorry, his last 17 starts. He's only 10 and seven, and he's got a 1.11 ERA. He's got a 0.73 whip, but yet he's lost seven games. Why is that? Because the Cardinals don't give him any run support, and nothing has changed here in game one. They don't give him any run support, and it's not like Atlanta, guys, is crushing the ball. The Cardinals right now, over the last four weeks, are hitting 237 as a team. The Braves? are hitting 238. So for all of the talk of these guys and these big bats and yeah, yeah. Uh, Freeman has been nowhere to be found in this uh, right. series over here, outside of Acuna with a couple of hits here or there, they are struggling to put runs on the board. And yeah, when you get two pitchers that can put the ball where they want, yeah, these two, these two teams hitting 230 Dane, where are the runs going to come? I, I'm with you, man. Where are, I don't see the runs coming. I see manufactured runs. Sure, but are, we, are we are we looking but at what? Is double manufactured is a lot different than what I you don't need see to double digits. One. I don't. I, hear I don't.
3: You. Nope. We talk another thing, you know, we need to do a gambling you about shopping around. I just told you four, right? Our right. partners over at FanDuel, first five total, Joe, is four and a half. There you so go. that's a big difference. If I can, yep. you know, the diff- if, if it's two, two after five, the difference of winning that bet and pushing that bet feels a lot better to me. So shop around, uh, uh, over at FanDuel, the first five under for Flaherty and Fulte is at four and a half.